Hello and welcome everyone to the Week Ahead Commodity Report for the 21st to the 25th of May 2018, where we will be reviewing the commodity markets for the week ahead. So first of all, before we go into the charts, we'll go through some of the major headline news items as we go into next week. So it's worth being aware of, first of all, is that the dollar broke out again last week. We saw a breakout on the US dollar to five-month highs. And this has essentially provided some pressure, certainly over the last few days on the metals, we've seen a breakdown on gold, on silver, a pullback on platinum, as well as the euro breaking down and also the pound sterling as well. However, into the close on Friday, we did start to see the dollar pull back. And I want to have a look at that in the charts with you in more detail because we've started to see gold get a bid here at a very key level, which is just underneath 1,300 US dollars per ounce. So I'll move over to that with you on the charts very shortly and we'll take a look at that in more detail. We'll have a look at gold priced in US dollars, but also gold priced in euros as well, because you have to bear in mind that when the dollar is breaking out like this to five month highs, it will pressurize gold priced in dollars but you'll tend to see gold priced in other currencies perform stronger. We have seen gold start to rebound here into the close on Friday. We're starting to see it find some support around 1,285 US dollars per ounce. We'll take a look at that on the charts as well. We've had a lot of questions on gold because of the key level that we've been sat at over the last couple of days here, where we broke through 1,300 US dollars per ounce, but we're at a very important level of support. And in actual fact, you can see here, into the close on Friday, we've got a rejection candle which is formed right at the lower end of our channel. So this is typically an accumulation zone for gold, the level it's found support at the moment. It's also come down for a retest of a major pivot here on the weekly chart as well over Thursday and Friday. What I would look for going into next week would be whether gold price here can continue to drive higher and break above Thursday and Friday's highs. So we've got the monthly pivot, which is sitting around 1,294 US dollars. If we can break above that level and close above it, it would suggest that the low is in here for gold. And we could certainly start to at least see a retracement and a move back above 1,300 US dollars per ounce here. So I'm looking out for that on gold next week. It's found support where it needed to, which was at 1,285 US dollars. We've come all the way back down to the lower end of our channels here. Gold price in euros is into the close on Friday, trading around uh, 1,098 euros per ounce. You can see it's holding a very clear upward trending channel. And in actual fact, it's not too far away from the swing highs here going back towards the beginning of May here. It wouldn't take too much to get additional momentum and break above those levels. We're not too far away from those swing highs. And then we have a look at silver price in euro, which is getting close here for a break above the swing highs going back towards the beginning of May as well. And if we broke above that level, that would actually take us up towards four month highs here for silver price in euro. Silver has actually been leading the recovery over the last week here. And this was interesting because we saw the gold to silver ratio hit 80 to one after this sell-off, which was at the beginning of the week last week. And we found support right above $16 per ounce here. In actual fact, we've added to our silver positions on a retest of this major underlying level of support this week. And so far, the trade is looking good. We're into the close on Friday, trading around $16.42. There's still a little bit more work for silver to do here in terms of break above 
Wednesday, Thursday and Friday's highs, break above some of these faster moving averages and then make a run up back towards the resistance zones from the beginning of the month, which would take the price back to approximately 16.80. So right now, silver has been leading the move here with the metals. I would also have a look at platinum. Platinum has formed a couple of rejection candles here over Thursday and Friday. We revisited the lower end of the Keltner channels and also a major monthly pivot as well. And we're finding some support here into the close. Again, Platinum, if you zoom out on the chart and you have a look at where we are in terms of the two-year chart here, you'll note that the 900 level has been very supportive previously here. So we've, we've seen a number of bounces off the 900 level. We'll move over to a, another chart here on Platinum so you can actually see the major support level in a bit more detail here. So you can see we've come all the way back down for retest and just broken through $900 per ounce here. But again, we might just see a very temporary break of that level before we then see a recovery back towards the upper end of the channel here. So it's not very frequent that we see platinum trading below $900 here per ounce. And the upper end of the range, of course, is sitting around $1,000 per ounce. It's also worth noting again here on platinum that relative to gold, the platinum to gold ratio is currently the most extreme it's ever been. And at the current ratio, normally platinum does not spend too much time with this sort of disparity to gold price before we see a snapback in price and just a reversion to the mean. So I would be looking out for a potential reversal here on platinum. It's not quite ready yet. It's a bit aggressive to get into it at the moment, but we might well see a recovery on platinum. I would be watching out for that in the following few days. Now, the main driver here going into next week, we've got the minutes of the FOMC statement, which will come out on Wednesday. I would certainly look at that for the direction of the dollar. This could be the sort of V-shaped reversal recovery that we could get next week. But bear in mind, if the dollar just pauses and continues to rally next week and breaks back above the five-month highs, that would likely put some pressure on the metals and we could see a further drop here to the next key levels of support. So on platinum, that would be sitting around $870. And it's not out of the question that we could also see that on gold if gold doesn't manage to break out higher next week. So for example, if gold is unable to clear back above 1295 or 1300s, we could see a rotation back towards the next major level of support for gold, which would be 1,274 US dollars. So that then brings us over to the dollar index. If we have a look at the dollar index right now, we've rallied up towards the monthly pivot and we've retraced from that zone. Oftentimes when we get a breakout on the dollar, normally we do get follow through until we hit the monthly pivot and the weekly pivots is a very key level of resistance typically. We saw that into the close on Friday. We retested that level. We've got a bit of a retracement into the close. So the question here is whether the dollar is going to run out of steam next week and start to roll over, in which case we could see some support for some of the other currencies against it, which I'll have a look at with you shortly, or if the dollar continues to rally higher and potentially retest the swing highs here going back to December, that would of course put pressure on some of the commodity currencies and the precious metals as well. So with that said, let's have a look at some of the majors here. The New Zealand dollar, US dollar being a commodity currency here as well, has got some support into the close as well with gold going up. We've also seen that have a bit of a knock-on effect on the New Zealand dollar and the Australian dollar as well. The New Zealand dollar into the close. We have actually got the beginnings of a buy signal, but it's still got more work to do. It needs to close above 
a lot of this overhead resistance. What I would note again on the New Zealand dollar here is if you have a look at the weekly chart, we're at a major level. We're right at the lower end of the range again here where we've seen a rejection candle form into the close on Friday. It's been a lot of support around this 0.68 handle previously. And we'll see whether we do get any additional follow through on this as we go into next week. Now, the US dollar Swiss franc, which often does tend to correlate against the US dollar index as well, is starting to break down here into the close on Friday as well. We've broken through the weekly support levels, although the dollar at the moment is still at the upper end of the range. So we'll be watching out to see whether we do get any follow through to the downside on the dollar. The Australian dollar has been back in filling a lot this week. It's really just consolidating at the moment. It came back for a revisit of the previous swing lows here from the beginning of December. We took out those zones, but we've continued to consolidate over the last week here. The Australian dollar seems to be attempting to build a base at the moment. It's been a positive close on Friday, but again, it's got some more work to do here before we do see a breakout higher on the Australian dollar. It needs to clear above certainly Friday's highs and ideally Thursday's highs as well to build up additional momentum and take the price back towards the monthly pivots here too. I've also had a few questions on the euro. The euro remains quite weak at the moment. This will be the most direct inverse correlation to the US dollar. So you'll tend to see this just be a mirror image, of course, of the US dollar price action. So the euro at the moment has come back for a revisit back towards the December swing lows as well. No positions on the euro right now. Just waiting to see how this is going to play out as we go into next week. At the moment, more interested certainly in the commodity currencies and, of course, the price action that we're seeing here on the metals at the moment too. So I would certainly have a look and keep gold on your radar going to next week. This could be a big mover on Wednesday Wednesday's FOMC minute. So we could see quite a big breakout in either direction on Wednesday's minutes from the FOMC statement. And the minutes come out three weeks after the FOMC statement. And this can provide a lot of volatility. So that will be on Wednesday at seven o'clock London time. I would also keep an eye on the S&P 500 here as well. Into the close on Friday, we have the beginnings of a sell signal. What I'm looking out for is to see whether we will break below the weekly lows here going into next week because that could provide some additional momentum to the downside. We've got the beginnings of a sell signal lining up right now. And if we do take out underlying support here, we could start to see a rotation back towards the lower end of this channel as well. So I'm looking out for that at the moment on the S&P. That's also evident from the price structure on the NASDAQ into the close on Friday. And you can see that clearly as well on the Dow Jones too. So it does look vulnerable to a corrective breakdown lower. It just needs a bit more confirmation in order to trigger a sell short. And finally, moving over to crude oil. Brent crude oil broke above four year highs last week. We broke back above 80 US dollars per barrel, which is a very important milestone here for crude oil. And we've still had a strong close this week. If you have a look at the weekly chart, we've had another positive close here. You can see where we're breaking out of forming a very strong basing formation at the moment on oil. It's up over 5% so far this month. Overall, our positioning on Brent crude oil does remain long. So on oil at the moment, we continue to take advantage of these retracements and additional breakouts above the yearly highs here and the very shallow retracements, which is still providing good buy opportunities on a short-term basis here. At some point, we may see a correction and a break through this underlying trend channel, which would then likely at the moment result in a good buying opportunity or even potentially a short-term sell opportunity if you're day trading oil, particularly off major news items such as oil inventories data or oil rig counts or energy reports. But as we go into next week, we're definitely continuing to monitor the price structure around the 75 to 80 US dollars 
$2 per barrel zone. And we'll see what fresh opportunities we get on crude oil going into next week. If you would like to get access to our custom built market data and news trading platform, alongside getting access to the live trading room program, all you need to do is go to www.jointhelivetradingroom.com. The link is also in the description of this video, so feel free to just click on the link and also make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well to be kept updated with the latest commodity reports.